first year I sold 69 homes and my best year I sold 169 homes. We've gone from zero to just under 19 million in about three years and eight months. So first is you hook, okay. and you align with their feelings. I just completely transformed the type of leader that I was. Becoming a master is not about doing 4,000 things. It's about doing 12 things 4,000 times. The Ultimate Sales Machine presents the CEO Mastery Show for entrepreneurs looking to grow faster, better, smarter. If you would like to have a profound breakthrough in your business, talk to our team live by visiting chetholmes.com forward slash breakthrough. Good advice is contextual. Get your answers at chetholmes.com forward slash breakthrough. Hello everyone, Amanda Holmes here, CEO of Chat Homes International, and I managed to grab Krista Mayshore, which is so wonderful. You did such a great job on stage. You. you was just in front of thousands of people, but even more, your vulnerability to share about your story was courageous. The way that you have, being a single mother at times in your life and selling more than, can you, can you just share those snippets? Because they're just so good. Yeah, so How my many? first year I sold 69 homes and my best year I sold 169 homes. Oh my God. And the average real estate broker, I mean, how much are- If they're lucky, that? six. Okay, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's it. So true superstar here. And then uh, your business now, can you share a bit of it? Cause I know yeah. you've scaled really fast. Yeah, we have, we have. Um, obviously lots of ups and downs in the meantime with that, yeah. to be said. Um, we've gone from zero to just under 19 million in about three years and eight months or so. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> so people come to you and I'm sure everyone on this says, yes, I need help with this to get more reach. I'm putting, I'm, I've just started, okay, I'm posting things online, but I'm not getting views. I'm not getting, nobody's listening to my content. What, what is the biggest mistakes that people make when they're trying to put content online to get that engagement for sales? Yeah, great, great question. Um, so when people are, you know, posting on their business page or posting on their personal page and it doesn't really, no one sees it, right? So how mm. the algorithms work with almost every single platform is, when somebody engages with you, the algorithm says, oh, they're friends, so let's go ahead and put more of their content in front of them. Your ah. goal is to have everybody else see it. So mm. you get it, organic reach is less than 0.2% of organic reach. So it doesn't matter where you're posting, no one's really seeing it. So the mm. idea is, is to pay for people to pay attention. I call it pay to play, right? Yep. So we teach people how to utilize um, video and social media to dominate their industry mm. and how to re reach people and get you know hundreds of thousands of views, hundreds of hours of watch time and all the videos that they create. What would be one thing that people need to think about when posting or when producing content? Can we get like a little bit granular here? Yes, yes, yes. So um, there's in order to create a video that people actually watch, the first thing you have to do is hook your audience, right? Mm. So you need to understand what the problem the consumer is having and yeah. your goal is to be able to find the solution to be able to get that out there. Mm. So when you are, um, depending on what phase of the customer journey your, your clients are at, are they, if they're cold customers, warm customers, or hot customers, well, your messaging is going to be different. So I'll give you an example in real estate. So let's just say, if I was to say, it's a really good time to buy a house right now, right? Because the interest rates are really, really low. Mm. Um, but if I'm a veteran and I don't have the best credit, and I don't have any money in the bank, but mm. I'm a veteran, I'm actually serving my community and I have a job. But if I say it's a great time to buy a house because interest rates are low, I'm tuning you up because I don't think I have the ability to buy a house. Okay. But if I was to say, are you a veteran and you don't have a lot of money in the bank and you don't have the best credit, but you actually have a job and, and you're a veteran, do you know that you have the ability to probably buy a house with no money down and you'll be able to actually pay less than you're paying in rent right now? Wow. Now all of a sudden 
that because of my pre-frame, what I said first, now that cold customer is like, oh my gosh, I can actually purchase a house, right? Wow. So now they're listening. So the first thing you want to do is hook them. Right. And most people start off with like, hi, I'm Krista with, you know, Krista Major Coaching and I teach people, but it's like, I've already lost you. You have six seconds to capture somebody's attention. Six seconds. Six seconds. That's, uh, uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Have you heard me? I say that too. Oh, do you? I know. I've never heard that. Mm -mm. Oh my I gosh. So I was reading. I'm a reader. And they were like, it's official. You know, humans have less attention span than a goldfish. And I was like, no way. Oh my gosh. So I teach that. So the, our attention span is half what it was 10 years ago, which wow. I've heard is three seconds, which is, is less than a goldfish. No. Yeah. I call oh it the gosh. goldfish rule. How the weird. I've never heard fish. anybody say it back to me. Yeah. That's so yeah. awesome. Well, okay. you're more because I, I heard it was six. So you're right. <sighs> okay. Uh, fascinating. Okay. So, uh, making sure that it catches their attention and that's also with the title as well and mm -hmm. speaking to them. Um, what about the consistency? What do you say about, is there something to consistency? So I call it the yeah. You got to commit to consistently producing content correctly oh. so that you can make a connection so you can convert more clients and customers. Ooh. Yeah. So here's the deal with the consistency factor, right? And also, and also the correct way. So correct meaning the correct content to the right people at the right time with the right messaging and also correctly getting it out there, distributing it correctly. Because if you don't properly distribute it, no one's seeing it anyways. Mm. So first is you hook okay. and you align with their feelings. So you're like, okay. oh, I know how you feel. Like you probably didn't think you could purchase, purchase the house right because you don't have you know any money in the bank. That's totally normal. Don't worry about it, right? So you hook them, then you align with their feelings and then you position yourself as the authority without saying, oh, I'm the best. So mm -hmm. it looked like something like, so let's just say I was going after a digital marketer and, okay. I, and I'm teaching somebody how to sell from a stage. Mm. So I'd say, you know, um, are you a coach or consultant and you're just tired of all the ups and downs of, of being your, your own boss and you're constantly run, making lead magnets and trying to fill your funnel and all these things. It's mm. pretty exhausting, right? I totally mm. understand. I've been in your shoes too. Mm. Hi, I'm Krista Mayshore. I actually uh -huh. sell from stage and do about $2 million a month selling from stage. Okay. So what did I just do? I hooked them. I align with their feelings and I position myself as the authority. She's doing two million a month from selling from stage. Let me listen to her, right? Without saying, awesome. I'm number one, right? Awesome. Then you give your teaching points, like yep. strategy. So then I'd say, okay. seating is so very important from stage. Uh -huh. Selling starts from the second that you get on stage. Your job is actually to get people to believe in the vehicle, number one, which is mm. what you're selling, and number yeah. two, to believe in themselves. If mm. you can do that, half of your job is over. So those are my teaching points, right? I and then you give it. your call to action. And again, your call to action is going to be different depending on who you're talking to, cold, warm, or hot. Oh, I, oh my gosh, I freaking love this. That was so good. <laughs> Bam. You're so funny. Oh my, are you kidding me? That was such a, a, a brilliant piece. Okay, so uh, I understand that as a process. Um, if you're posting regularly, do you just change a different pain point of theirs? Like how does it I mean, not, not consistently has to huh? be, you know, pain it, it, there's, like you want to be prolific sometimes, like Russell yeah. teaches, right? Be prolific in your content sometimes. You want yeah. to be vulnerable sometimes in your content. Like as yeah. you see, you know, that that was probably when I did my speech yesterday. Oh my God. Live, that was what draws people in. So it's a mix of everything. You can't just always do business, business, business. And so even like, so let me give you an example. Okay. Yeah. So I just posted this, um, this picture and it was of this witch getting burned mm. and it was organic. Right. So mm. I posted it and we had like over 200 shares within like the first day and I got hundreds of comments. And it was this lesson of this teacher that was like taught people about, you know, this witch hunt thing mm. anyways. But the idea was, is that that now 
I told my team, oh my gosh, this got 200 organic shares. Like we're going to take that, make an ad out of it. Right. Yeah. Because, so anytime you have something and it was nothing to do with, right. So anytime you, you see anything that, um, it organically gets a lot of, you know, they're making an ad out of that, right? Yes, I love that. So tracking actual the metrics, knowing what is converting. Same, so I do it with my email database. When I see something that's really converting on my email, I'll bring it to my ads. Yes. Or if my ads are doing really well or my organic is doing really well, I'll add it into my automation series, right? So yes. that people see it when they first come into my world. That's what they see because we saw that it worked on social. Smart, smart. The no majority of people aren't doing that. Yeah, I don't think so. And no. then also like trend worthy stuff. I mean, whatever's trending, for example, like right now, you're like when the pandemic happened, how can you, let's just say you're cooking and it's a worldwide pandemic and you're, you're, you're specialized in teaching people how to cook. You're like yep. cooking during a pandemic, easy, quick meals during a pandemic. Like you use different things that are happening in the world to sort of kind of, because they're getting, they're getting Googled, right? Yes. So you want to bring that into your content as well. Ah, oh, I randomly posted a video of me doing gymnastics Ooh. right when the Olympics was happening, Smart. right? And it got s organically, right? I just started getting all of these yes. followers. I'm like, what is happening? Would you like to double the size of your company in the next 12 months flat? Take 30 seconds to answer our quiz on the ultimate sales machine and what's holding you back from growth. The reason is, is because 95% of businesses will never make it to a million in annual sales. Of that, 0.08% of those will reach 5 million. Of that, 1.5% will ever reach 10 million and 0.004% will ever reach 100 million and beyond. See, in most cases, it's not about your product or service. It is the skills it takes to grow your business. Based on the ultimate sales machine written by my father, Chet Holmes, voted in the top 10 most recommended marketing and sales books of all time. We can help you get there. All it takes is focusing on one skill area that can double your sales if you have the pig-headed discipline and determination to do so. So be pig-headed. Go ahead and answer those five questions on our survey to understand how you can create your ultimate sales machine. Answer these five questions at howtodoublesales.com. So tell me a little bit about scaling for you as a business owner and growing. What has that been like and what have been some of the, what's some of the big lessons taken away from going so big, so quickly? Yeah. Um, I think I underestimate what we've done, honestly, I do, but I'll tell you, leadership is a huge deal. And, and I'll give you an example. Uh, right when the pandemic happened, I had my marketing director and my human resources director leave at the exact same time. They had been for oh. a whole year developing a business um, behind my back, right? And they were doing it during company time. Uh, they also were kind of poaching some of my employees. Oh, my God. And I w had to look at myself and go, wow, I must not be leading right if they would do that. Like, mm. I had to look at myself. So I bought, um, you know, all these leadership books you can imagine from John Maxwell, yeah. took the John Maxwell training. And my you goal, took our training during that time, I did, too, it, it, right? He was yeah. right during your, tra yeah. Yeah, during your training, okay. John, your training wow. as well. And so I learned, in fact, Gerald was like, read all the John Maxwell books. Oh, is that where you yeah. got it from? Okay. Like, Thank you, Gerald. Okay. He's like, seven levels of leadership. Okay, great. So um, I, I, my word was leadership and refinement. So mm. I just completely transformed the type of leader that I was. I think I was being, I was expecting too much from my employees. Mm. Um, and I mean, I did it like almost overnight too. Wow. And um, we... And now, so it's like, I just, my, I have the best team members. Like they work so incredibly hard. They're all here with me. They love me. My, I was like, every team member that I have is going to love working for me. And they're going to, it's going to be the best job I've ever worked for. And they will all tell you that. 
Wow. Um, and so that, that's been one huge lesson is just make sure your team feels valuable. Um, I bonus the heck out of them all. Like I mm. pay them probably, you know, a lot, right? <laughs> I, I do well, they do well. I can't take it with me, right? And no one likes having money by themselves. So I give them, I pay them really, really well. Um, and I treat them really, really good to help their families. And that's been really, really huge. So recently Edelman did a study and found that 80% of employees right now are willing to leave more money to go to something that is more mission driven. I love that. Yeah. They're yeah. after the pandemic slowing down and thinking about what they're doing in their world. Right. Mm -hmm. They're coming back in saying, I want to feel valued. I want to feel that I'm giving something of value. Mm. I love that. I yeah. Love Interesting. Another thing is we are relentless about the customer experience. Relentless. Mm -hmm. I mean, the first two years, two and a half years, we did, I didn't make a lot of money. So we were doing million dollars a year, more than that. Like we did, I think like, I don't want to say the wrong figure, but I think we did like like thir three million in a matter of like eight, 13 months or 17 months, something awesome. like that. It was a lot, right? Awesome. Then we had a really slow time, really mm -hmm. slow time. Um, but I put it a lot of it back. I just kept putting it back. I wanted to make mm. sure that my customers, my clients had the best experience. I wanted to make sure that I offered them everything they needed. Anything that I took um, in a program that I loved, I added to it. Things that I thought were missing, I made sure we, we did it. Mm. So being relentless with the customer experience and putting them first is is invaluable. And even if it means you lose money at first, it will you'll. I mean, now we're just like scaling insane. You know, it's mm. like, this month I think we're, we're getting close to the two million dollar mark this month. And so I know it's like oh, I used to be a teacher making sixty thousand dollars in a you know year after six were years. You? Yeah, yeah, I have a master's degree in teaching. Oh and my now god! I'm like, in, like in a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh and I'm, and my I'm like, god! And now I'm we're teaching on a, like a massive level. You know, so it's, it's yes. very valuable. Yeah. I know that you like Ultimate Sales Machine, yes. right? Please, yay! So it's in my it's in my um, Audible, obviously. Yeah. And then um, I've read it multiple. I have the hardcover too. I love to listen and read at the same time. Mm. Um, and so I've read it multiple times. It's awesome. Like it's such a good book. I mean, it's uh, it talks helps you with selling skills and training your teams and just being a better leader. It's it's a great book. And I saw you actually use it. So this was from stage. She's giving all this market data because market data is way more motivational than product data. And I just, I, I love seeing that up there. Yeah. And the fact that you keep using market data too, through this whole interview, you've used market data, which I just love. That's, that's and you've written, you've written the new edition. Yeah. It's coming. You'll love it. Yeah. Oh, I'll definitely get it for sure. Yeah. She'd sign me a copy. Oh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thank you Thank so you. much. I know everybody got so much value out of this and they find you on social. Yeah, you can just go to um, Krista Mayshore uh, and you'll find .com and you'll be able to get, you know, learn Perfect. more about me. Thank you for having me, Amanda. It was Thank fun. you. Claim your free chapter four of the ultimate sales machine. This chapter helps you get nine times more impact from every move you make. Visit ultimatesalesmachine.com. This has been the CEO Mastery Podcast, brought to you by The Ultimate Sales Machine.